Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan-Green with another interview in my podcast series from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Today I'm speaking with Marnie Person. Good morning, Marnie. Good morning, Connie. Thanks for letting me be here. <laughs> and now you are in what part of Georgia? Uh, Ringgold. It's up by Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So you're you're at the, the far north end of the state. And I first knew about you... Um, Probably not until about 2007, 2008. So I had already been online a couple of years before I heard about you, and it was in regards to your uh, Idea Marketers site. And you know, please share with us what that site is and how it came to be. Yeah, um, Idea Marketers. Excuse me, Idea Marketers <laughs> is a uh, content directory, and uh, we basically take your articles, your press releases, audios, videos, expertise, uh, even information products, and let you put those into the system, and then we um, promote them in various ways depending on um, the plan that you decide you want to go with. You can either submit things for free, or we have a um, pay for placement option as well that you kind of set your own pricing model with that and um idea marketers started back in 1998 uh primarily as an article and press release directory and um it had come about basically because i was doing a an e-zine and i would write articles and get them in other people's e-zines and they would um send their articles to me and being a database programmer that I am, I thought this would work better in a database. So uh, it was a way to connect people who had e-zines with people who had content. And so uh programmed it that way originally, and it's just kind of morphed over time until we take a lot more than just articles and press releases. Right, because the way you're well, – well, you know, a few things. I think of yours as more of a, a personal service as opposed to, you know, a couple of the ones that – have have been around not nearly as long, but they make a lot more noise. <laughs> so I think of what you do, you know, is more personalized in that regard. Plus, you do some really cool things where we can add like video links and things like that inside of our articles. Yeah, yeah. The main thing that I, our prime motive and even offering the site is for you to have a way to. Um, display your expertise in a way that will engage your audience and get them to come and buy from you. So um, we're fine with you and actually encourage you to like embed your YouTube videos inside of articles or take your uh, audios and you can embed those in articles. Um, make it interactive. Make people want to work with you. The way we do our information products are very much um, uh, they link directly to your website. So like if somebody... Um, if you were to put an information product you had into the system, it would appear on the right-hand side of your articles and on your profile, and when people clicked, it would go straight to your site. Um, and then if you put them on our homepage, they go straight to your site. So it's it's a nice way to drive traffic directly uh, to what you have to offer without having somebody to have to click, read an article, and then click again to go to you. So whatever we can do to make it work for you or you're able to get people to your site and you're able to convert them into whatever you want, whether you want on your list or, you know, or whether you're trying to sell them something, that's our main motivation. We want to market ideas. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Well, now take us back, though, because I know a little bit of the history of how the site began. But you know, take us back in time because you have been around longer than than anybody else. And you know, how, how, where did you get the ideas for this, and how has it really evolved over this time? Um, yeah, the idea originally, like I said, came out of a way to manage the articles that were coming to me. And um, uh, I had a good friend who had created a site. Um, she doesn't own it anymore, but it was um, a, a site that, that took in love stories. You know, people could post their love stories or their poems or whatever. And um, she had this programming, and she's like, why don't you just take this programming and work with this and and adapt it to what you want to do. And so she gave me kind of a start on some programming, taught me a little bit, and I tweaked it for what uh, Ideal Marketers is. So just some generosity from a good friend there (laughs) and helping me out with that and then uh, the database background that I had. And uh, we put it together at a time when mm, people were just barely starting to write articles as a way to get uh, visibility and credibility, and it, they were sending it mainly to e-zines that they wanted to be spotlighted in, and then they would get their little bio and link. But when I opened this site, there were a lot of people who gave me a lot of flack because they were they were convinced I was going to single-handedly demolish the freelance writing industry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why should we give you this article when we could get paid for it over here, you know? And I'm like, well, if you can get paid for it, get paid for it, you know? But um, this isn't about freelance writers posting. This is about people who have an expertise or product or service on the back end, and they're going to make their money there, and they're trying to build traffic and reputation and credibility and and it was kind of a learning curve i I got a lot of emails i had to answer that a lot in the beginning because it was kind of a new idea then it's old hat now but something but it seems like the the title of your site ideamarketers.com is really the perfect name for it that's really what people are able to do right we're able to market (laughs) our ideas and Uh if you think about that then that ends up being really really the perfect the perfect way to do things well, now, you're an author in your own right, and you've got so many interesting things going on around that. Uh, I want you to share with our listeners more about the project that you uh, have been working on and are continuing to work on, because I think it's so wonderful. Well, thank you. Uh, we have a, a Trust Your Heart series, and we're publishing this under Ideal Marketers. And what we do is we take... Um, stories from different people who are trusting their hearts in different uh, aspects of their business and um, because really that's that's the crux I guess of how I got started I just trusted my heart on something and took a leap and, and it worked so um, the first book in the series was transform your ideas into income and we had about 19 people total including myself who contributed that one and then still and told their stories of how they trust their heart and uh, started a business, overcame adversity, and turned their ideas into income. And that one ended up an Amazon bestseller in a couple categories, an Amazon number one mover and shaker. Um, we've, we're getting ready to release the next one in May. The official launch will be in May, and it's um, Trust Your Heart Building Relationships That Build Your Business, and you're in that one, Connie. Yes, so, so excited. Uh, all so your excited. listeners need to go grab that so they can read Connie's good story in there. <laughs> Um, we've got about 25 people with this one, and they're sharing um, 
different aspects of the relationships and how they impact your business because really I think um, um, I, I give in my chapter a little bit and I'll give it a little bit away. There's a there's a formula for creating financial capital and it's um, relationship capital times mental capital. And if you don't build those relationships, you're missing a big chunk of the formula. You're missing half the formula to create financial capital in your business. So um, that's what this book is about. It's just got lots some good stories in there from all kinds of people. And I don't know if you start rattling off names or what you want me to tell. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think, I think let's let's uh, have people uh, look that up on their own and, yeah. and find out more. We, we want to keep some of the mystery to this. But you know what you're saying, Marnie, here with the you know relationships and everything. It seems like that's such a big piece that's missing from what. So many people that I encounter trying to do the business online, they're missing that that piece of the puzzle. Do you do you feel that way? I agree. I agree. There, um, I have a good friend of mine that's very successful in her business, and she um, she'll say, "Well, I don't like to focus on the money. I like to focus on the people, and then the money comes." And um, and I think that's pretty pretty good advice. I mean, you do have to to be wise with the way you spend your money in your business and and stay on top of things, but um, Focusing on the people that you're serving and what they need and how you can serve them better. Uh, people vote with their dollars <laughs> for what uh, the products and services that they believe in and that they value. And if you're not um, if you're not building those relationships uh, with your clients or even with colleagues and um, even some of your competitors, make some really good uh, relationships. So um, it's. I think it's just critical in a business. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, what I have kind of chalked it up to is that so many of us come online without having that real-world business experience. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I was a classroom teacher for 20 years, and that had really nothing to do with with the business world. It, It really didn't. It was its own little encapsulated world that was separate and apart from from the world of business. Then I also did my real estate. And with that, I had to interact with people. And when I came online, I thought, well, this is really kind of similar to me building the real estate business over the years where I have to connect with people and, you know, have that commonality and see how I can serve them before I can do anything. So I had a little bit of that. But coming online then, I think it translates, you know, even to a different degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing I love about social media is it it adds that human aspect back into it, especially like Facebook. Um, You feel like you get to know people a little better. I think that's been um, a major evolution in online business is having that ability to get to know people online like that through the social media. I think it's huge. Um, Glad to see it happening. Yes, yes, because, you know, like uh, you and I both remember when there was not social media mm-hmm. <laughs> and how, how different that world that world was. Well, you know, you live in uh, northern northern Georgia, so it's pretty rural there? Um, parts of it are. Uh, we live in a rural setting. We're, we're sitting on about 24 acres close to the Chickamauga battlefield, so it's um, – but we're pretty close to civilization. <laughs> okay, that's great. All right, so then what do you do? to get out and and connect with people face-to-face. Is that something that you do on a regular basis? Uh, Yeah, I like to attend live events. Uh, It's 
probably the best way to to interact that I've found. Um, just different ones, like I met you at Nams and stuff yeah. like that. So um, I like the the live events, and uh, I do a little bit of local stuff that's more uh, just community related. You know, that's uh, not really about business, just community, um, getting out in the community and meeting people and things like that as well. Well, what advice would you have for someone that is, you know, really pretty much just starting out and they feel like they want to do the the Internet business truly just on the Internet and not, you know, get out even in their community? Would you discourage them or what what advice would you have for someone? I wouldn't discourage anybody from going ahead and going for it, but I think – it pays to uh, connect with other people online, whether you use Facebook and social media. Pick up the phone, you know, pick up the phone and talk to people. I've gotten to know uh, people really well, had mastermind groups and and uh, done joint ventures with people I've never met in person. And uh, the picking up the phone part was a big piece of that, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I don't think... Just Facebook or something like that is an ideal way, or email. I, I definitely believe in picking up the phone. So step outside your comfort zone if you're really shy and <laughs> go for it. And go for it. Yeah, because, you know, I agree with the live events. And, you know, my first uh, couple of years online, it was really expensive for me to try to go to an event. So I tried to be creative with that. I uh, had miles saved up, and I got people to to give me some miles. It's amazing. You seem to always have a friend that will give you 10,000 miles and not really think anything of it, which was nice. And I always uh, had a roommate those first few years, and I even do that occasionally now just because it's nice to spend that time with with someone that I'm getting to know and to share that that room with them. But I know a lot of times that I brought down my cost just significantly by doing these things, by by getting out with people. Well, let's get back to, to the books and you know, tell us your your strategy for um, getting these books to bestseller status, and you know how that message then that everyone has within the book can be shared in a bigger way. Yeah, um, the main thing that we try to do with these books is build our launch campaign around the theme of the book. So, like, um, and that helped us with the Amazon bestseller launch. Of course, we have everyone in the book promoted, and that's definitely a huge piece of it. So, by getting these other people and they're leveraging their lists and everything and their their relationships, it helps get it out. But as far as making people want to uh, to buy the book and get excited about it, like in the Transform Your Ideas into Income one, we gave the um, the reader the opportunity to put their um, download, whatever they wanted to offer, like a gift, their lead generator or their you know their opt-in thing on the da- our download page. So, like if they had a, an ebook that they gave away to people or uh, an audio or whatever, they could list that on our download page and reach the other readers of the book. And so they got really excited about that. We prepped them about it a couple weeks ahead of time, and. Um, and it was a way the, – the coolest thing about it to me was that a lot of these people had never created a lead generator. They had never – they didn't even have a sign-up box on their site. And that's like the fundamental <laughs> of getting 
uh, income online is to do this. And so because they were excited to be able to put theirs on our download page, it put them into action, and they started taking their idea. And, and, you know, they're going to turn it into income now because they have um, gone through this significant basic step that they need to do. So it, it got people into taking action, which is really was a huge piece of the message of the book that you've got to take action on your ideas um, with this next one we're going to be uh, uh, when they buy the book they'll get a course on building relationships mining the gold in relationships and how to do it the right way so um, and then if they share the book on launch day they'll be able to be part of a JV a joint venture database with the other readers and the contributors of the book so it's a a really good way to connect with other people who are really um, valuing relationships and are serious about their businesses. So we're trying to, you know, kind of teach them how to do it right and then give them a forum to be able to do it. So, again, we're carrying that theme through, and we're hoping it'll take off as well as a Amazon bestseller. Well, I love that. And, and give us the full title of it. Trust Your Heart, Building Relationships That Build Your Business. Okay. All right. And I like how you bring people together and then also you put us through the education process so that we really, you know, I mean, it's almost like taking a course with you, with your, you know, now going on 15 years of experience just, well, I'm just counting the time from Idea Marketers. You may have more experience than that that I that I don't know about. <laughs> 1990. I got started in 1990. So wow. 22, I guess. <laughs> that's that's quite amazing. That's quite amazing. Well, now, what do you see that's that's different? What what's happening, just in business in general, not necessarily online business exclusively. But what's different now than in those early nineties? Um, I think it's it's just wide open uh, being able to. Um, to take your expertise, what you know about, and be able to build a business around it is, and we have all the tools in place. We have all the resources. Is like to me, it's a ultimate freedom, like a big sandbox <laughs> that we have available now. That where before it was, um, I don't know, just kind of like you're um, playing blind a little bit. I feel like I can see a lot more and the landscape of what people think and what the market's doing and you can watch and see what people are interested in and you have more of a tap into the heartbeat of your audience I believe than I did say 1990. So do you think it's easier then for new people coming online or not necessarily? Um, In a way it's easier but it, in a way it could be more difficult. Um, I think you know there's more competitive, more information overload uh, than there was then. You know, so if you did have something that was innovative back then, uh, the likelihood of um, getting it noticed was a lot easier, say, in 1996 when I started doing stuff online. It was very much easier to get listed in a search engine, you know, or to or get people to, to look at what you're doing, where now you're competing with just an overload. Of information, so in a way, that's a little more difficult. That's that's how I think of it. I think of it now as being more competitive, but I still see, you know, a similar problem where so many people really don't take action. Mm -hmm. They have yeah. so many opportunities; they could do things, 
but they stop themselves. They have a variety of reasons, I guess excuses, Mm -hmm. disguised as reasons why they don't do things. So would you encourage people to, you know, just take action in a huge way and, and get on with it? Yeah, definitely. Your comment made me think, I've been reading the novel Atlas Shrugged, and the thing is huge, and it takes mm-hmm. me a while to get through it. But one of the main things I'm noticing in between the entrepreneurial movers and shakers, the people who are really doing things, and the other people, is the other ones sit around and whine about how no one no one will give them a chance, and how could they <laughs> compete. And, you know, these other people that are really successful are taking away my opportunity, and that kind of thinking doesn't work well in a business. Yeah. <laughs> you You've got to take action. You've got to take responsibility. Uh, you've got to almost have a never-say-die. Um, when I do a, an idea, they don't always work the first time or the second or the third. You've got to <laughs> adapt it and tweak it, and and you really got to believe in what you're doing, or you're not gonna you're not gonna do whatever it takes to to get it, you know, make it happen and take it to the fruition point. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it's interesting though that. Um, it kind of is across the board, you know. I've I've noticed that with the people that I work with, and um, I think, you know, for me, and and maybe our listeners would would relate to this, you know, you've got to surround yourself with people who are in business, and see how do they approach things. And for me, that was going to the Rotary Club. That was very eye opening for me because I wasn't used to being around people who had businesses and had to make things happen if they were going to stay in business. And, you know, what I really loved about that was when I, well, I didn't love the recession, but, you know, coming in to my Internet business right when the recession was starting, I was able to observe how people that have been in business, some of them, you know, 30, 40 years, other of them less than 10 years, but what did they do during these rough times of the last few years to stay in business and to grow the business and observing what they made happen, how they approached it, how they stayed positive or negative. The ones that were negative and felt like, gee, this is the end of the world, I'll never be able to recover, I don't know them anymore because they couldn't afford to stay in the Rotary Club and their businesses went under. And the others said, well, no, now we have to do things a little differently, and they were more creative and innovative, and they moved forward. And now many of them have a much uh, bigger piece of the pie in whatever industry they were in. Yeah. There's definitely a mindset for a successful entrepreneur. And uh, and being around ones that are successful, you start to pick up on how they think. It's really in our thinking, I think. You know, yeah. our, our, um, in no other uh, venture in life, I don't think, is your ability to think positive and be creative and adapt and be determined more easily. It's almost like a barometer in your business. The money flow that comes into a business is almost a barometer or gauge of how how positive are you being, how uh, proactive are you being, you know, it, it measure, it's like a measurement. <laughs> and if you're not generating the income on the other end, there's something that's off. So go back and look, okay, what is it that I'm not thinking correctly? Where am I not um, acting in a certain way? Um, and tw- you tweak that, you find it, and you'll see the results shift. It's amazing because it really is that simple because what we're talking about doing is really a simplified process, but it works. Yeah. 
It definitely works. All right, well, thank you so much for spending this time with us today, Marnie. I know you're very, very busy, as successful people tend to be. So what are the very best places that people can find out more about you? Um, They can go to MarniePearson.com, that's P-E-H-R-S-O-N, and... um, or idealmarketers.com if they want to promote some of their content. All right, and we look forward to uh, the the book coming out and the book that's already available. And I encourage everyone to get over to ideamarketers.com and start your account. That's going to be your your home away from home when it comes to getting your content out there. So this is Connie Reagan Green, and I've been talking to Marnie Person today. Thanks so much for stopping by.